Let's get these on. We are good to go. One of those weird things that Zoom does, as soon as you pop on and you're going live, you get all the things that block you from seeing. It's a pain in the butt, but you know what you deal with, what you're dealing with. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, Monday Mindset. Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. <laughs> Excuse me. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. And of course, today is Columbus Day and Indigenous People's Day. I always have a hard word saying. That, that's a hard, yeah, hard, hard word to say. It Indi doesn't come out easy. I don't know why. No. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and of course, it's frosty cold here in the northeast and as i was trying to <laughs> explain to gary this morning he says oh it's not that bad out it's about uh 48 degrees i believe and i said well that's great but for a person like me who's always cold that's cold yeah uh, i would say 48 is tad chilly i mean we were actually talking about the uh you know the different climate changes down south where you know your, your your temperature changes and who feels you know that like 72 is chilly and believe it or not more and more people the more they their blood and their body acclimates to the climate that they're in especially down south some people really even find like low 70s upper 60s chilly and i crack up because I just to me it, it's refreshing um, and a lot of people say well it's refreshing because of you know the heatness or the humidity that you know Florida has and I actually pinpointed only two times during the heat of the summer and this was probably one of the more warmer summers especially from from the information I'm getting from the natives that there was only two days that I could say that yeah, I was slightly uncomfortable so you know my body is not I guess my blood's not thinning out as quick as, you know, other people that, you know, transplant from say up North versus going to down South. I do notice, or I didn't notice uh, a few times going back up North where I would have felt a little bit chillier than I normally would feel. But the role reversal, um, I love the upper seventies just as much as I like the nineties. So I just, to me, yeah, the temperature has got something to, to do with it. You know, it, you know, when you reach that point, unless you turn your, your pool heater on, we do have a pool heater on, you're not necessarily going to go in the water. Like sometimes I still will just go on the float and it might, the water might be a tad chilly, but I just like floating around or even just lying out there. So because of the bright sunshine where we don't have that kind of cold temperatures and the kind of what I call the doom and gloom look, um, as long as it's sunny out and then I tell people you know what if you're in an area that is kind of gray out turn some lights on put some happy music on mm. and that's of course what I do when I'm uh, working out down here and you know having the music on and you know I start out of course you know wearing my sweatshirt and you know after the first round I have to of course take my sweatshirt off but yeah you know listening to that music get your body going and you know all the good endorphins start to fly in so that's always a good thing so what is in store <laughs> on this columbus day um i was trying to look up some history stuff you know because i'm a geek when it comes to that yeah, I, I, yeah I love i love looking up that stuff and, and you know it was nice 
I woke up to someone actually posting a picture of Christopher Columbus. And, you know, obviously in the last uh, woke few years, uh, he's getting such a bad rap. Yes, yes. And it, it goes to, you know, different things, of course, that have popped up this weekend in the news cycles and uh, the perception, which to me, you know, we all know that news channels have their own agenda. We get that. <laughs> but how each news station really focuses on their opinion. And I always go back to just tell me the news. Don't tell me your opinion. If I ask for it, well, then I need to be open to listen to it. Exactly. Well, we know he was an, an Italian explorer um, and he completed uh, four of the Spanish voyages across the Atlantic Ocean, which was actually sponsored by the Catholic monarchs of Spain. So I'm thinking, you know, what about that that is so uh, deplorable? Um, you know, was it because he was Italian? Was it because he, uh, you know, was kind of doing the works of the, the Spanish Catholic monarch? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, they, I think they pick out pieces of maybe what he represented and kind of flip it uh, into a broader base of trying to do some something sort of racist is, is, is what I'm gathering. But my point being with when you start picking and choosing, especially when you, you know, history is always up for debate. That's why it's history. That's why it's in the books. That's why you won't forget about it because there will always become debates about, you know, what exploration of this, who really did discover that, uh, who did he represent? Who did she uh, her, align herself with? And I think what that tells me is in any given situation, even just normal everyday people, you can really decide and pick apart any piece of what they represent or what they're passionate about or who, who they lock arms with and twist it to fit any kind of narrative if you choose to. That, that's the fact. You can do that because no one is perfect in the world. People have uh, humanity in such a way that we're flawed. So does everyone make the perfect judgment at any particular time? No. Uh, you know, decision-making, do we always make the correct decisions on every, any given day? No. And could those be twisted into a narrative to, or, or twisted in such that it would in, inflect into another narrative of something that it really has nothing to do with? And I think part of this new wokeness uh, over the last years between uh, different groups, ideologies, um, you know, uh, media outlets, uh, certain uh, human groups, um, there's, a, there's a purpose of why they're doing that. And usually when you find all these different groups going after that type of narrative and it's negative, to me, instead of intellectually looking at, especially when you're speaking of somebody like Christopher Columbus in history, to have an intelligent conversation of pros and cons and it, it, it doesn't de totally depict him as a person. It may have really depicted the times that he was in. 
as any kind of piece of history is. It's really a reflection of that period. So you can't base all this other nonsense as if it's so. A, because number one, we weren't there. There is no one, to my knowledge, when you're talking about history, unless it's recent history, that has a personal connection with it, meaning they were present. So I, I, I don't know. I just think it's just a new method. And the bottom line is, if you're using it for resolve or solve a current problem on how to do something better, I'm all for that. But I'm not all for this constant bashing because the problem with that is literally everyone that's walking on this earth today, we can bash. We're not perfect. We all have different things that, you know, we could bash about. But does that put resolve in humanity? Does that put the best foot forward to say, hey, I learned something, so now I don't want to do it that way anymore? And I think if you're not part of the, if you're always part of the problem and you're not really showing some value in the solution, I just tune it out. Yeah, that's that's what I have to. I mean, I can only take it to a certain <laughs> listen to a certain degree and then I, I say okay that's it I'm turning it off I'm done because uh, it's it's a waste of time for me to feel that anxiety when I hear all this stuff going on it's a waste of energy and you know my feeling is that you know especially with a lot of famous people out there, <laughs> celebrities or, or whatever that don't like this country. If you don't like this country, get the F out. <laughs> and how many times do people say that? I mean, that's a, that's a pretty common response, but yet they don't leave. <laughs> I, I know, like, I, I don't get it. But you know, that could lead into another conversation, of course, but I'm not gonna go over there. <laughs> Well, he's obviously he's known for discovering the new world. Right. He was on Santa Maria. Uh, you know, let, let's celebrate that. I mean, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I think people too, put too much emphasis on negative pieces. There's always going to be negative pieces to history. Uh, as long as we, you know, uh, hopefully have learned something to change how we go about doing something today. That's the point of history. You know, but the, the the saying history does repeat itself. It will repeat itself, and the reason why it repeats itself in a bad light is because humanity's not changing. <laughs> it's that simple. People have to be kinder. People have to uh, learn from it, uh, embrace it, validate that it happened, but just don't dwell on it to now come up with a new narrative of negativity towards a either a, a social piece and or you know different cultures i mean i don't know it's bizarro to me yeah it is you know and, and just think about uh i mean we can't change history we reflect on history yep. and yes you can certainly mold it to whatever discussion you're having but the fact is you can't change history we can only move forward in such a way as to learn from the past hopefully make the correct changes if changes need to be made which a lot of times you know you have to, right? Right. We're not we're not debate debating that, but what we're saying is, you know, let's learn from our past to hopefully guide us, you know, into the future. Right. And you know, there I I think a lot of the controversy is, you know, was he the first explorer? Was he not? Um, you know, because they named some some other people. 
at the at the end of the day, you know, you give the explorers credit as credit is due. If there is a piece of history, I don't think, you know, there's certain pieces of history that you'll never know 100% of accuracy, depending on what the situation was. That's how I look at that. Was, yeah. was he the first uh, Italian that came over and, and kind of paved the way for Italian Americans? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we're talking about when did this occur, like the 14, 1500s, whatever it was. 1492, I believe it was. Yeah, 1492. So, I mean, I don't know anybody that was around then that's still here, number one. I mean, you could even look, let's face it, you could look at the Bible, which a lot of people do that. They criticize the Bible, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, people, you weren't here when it was written. <laughs> you weren't one of the apostles. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just think people put too much, in, and to put that kind of, if they're not giving anything that's positive, that's really going to add value because it's always up for debate. And I'm, I'm all about that and saying, hey, you know what? Maybe it did happen. Like, OK, let's be open to that. But if it's a constant pounce and then it's now let's let's go after a certain you know narrative with a certain color of, uh, of someone's skin or you know whatever. That, you know what? There's a lot of other things that are happening in the world today that we're part of that really require people to volunteer, to take part, to help others, to give of themselves. Why don't you spend your energy on that versus this? Yeah, exactly. Uh, regardless of what happened back in 1492, we weren't around. Yeah, we were, <coughs> excuse me, we weren't around. And if we're going to only go back to history to to tear it apart and just put it into the present day in such a way where it does nobody no good. I'm not saying we can't have those discussions, but I think we need to look at it, it those discussions more objectively and like, okay, well, this happened. How does that apply to what's happening today? What can we change about it? What is a solution right. that we can work on together? And I think the solution part gets lost in all the mumbo jumbo. And there's just too much mumbo jumbo going on. I mean, in all avenues. And that's those are the kinds of things that will inevitably and no doubt impact your mindset. So you have to like know, like when you're starting out your week, what, you know, what is in my control and what is not in my control? Um, my daily activities, what I put out into the universe, how I treat others, um, having conversations with people that, you know, you, you accomplish something without, um, you know, disregarding the other person or tearing the other person down, you know, have that conversation. And then at the end of the day, you have to know for your mindset, you're only in control of what you do and what you put out. You can't control what other people say. You can't control what other people, the energy they, they put out. But if it's impacting your mindset in, in such a way that's adding stress, negativity, you feel like I'm in this roller coaster of stress, remove yourself from it. Right. And, and be a part of, you know, finding something that you're passionate about, that helps you feel good about yourself, that also gives you joy uh, or that you feel accomplished and, and, and work on those goals. Those are the positive things that are gonna keep me keep you uh, mindful of what, you know, what kind of energy do you wanna put out there? 
Do you want to always like be negative and not part of, of a solution or a change? Um, you know, there's a couple sayings about, you know, that negativity attracts more negativity uh, or you attract what you think. Cause we already know, we talk about this all the time. Our thoughts are electric currents. So if you're constantly thinking negative thoughts or uh, narratives that are not adding pleasure to your brain cells, guess what? You're going to attract that kind. You're going to attract that kind of stuff. Exactly. So positivity inspires and you can still have a very um, inclusive and back and forth type of discussion and, you know, keep it calm, keep it light. Each of you express your opinions and hopefully learn from each other and take something away from that. Like, oh, oh, okay. That's not something that I ever thought of. And we lost, <coughs> excuse me, we lost so much of that um, two, three years ago when the world went a little haywire and we need to regain that back. Yeah, it's, and it really goes back to conversation. And I think part of what is going on in our world today is people rely too much on social media, Googling this, Googling that, you know, collecting information for what purpose? Uh, if, it's not, if, if, it's, if it's not something that's gonna add value or educate others, and even though you may have that mindset that you wanna educate others, the bottom line is people are going to absorb what they want to absorb and they're going to believe their belief systems, period. Mm -hmm. People are too influenced nowadays and they're, you know, mindless finds. And that's what I call them, mindless finds when you are continually watching, uh, either scrolling for information on your phone or you're watching media outlets or, you know, those kinds of kinds of shows that make you a mindless, a spineless, mindless person because... Think about that. You know, back in the day when you wanted to get information, remember the good old encyclopedia? People don't even use that anymore. I don't even think, I'm not even sure. I think I do believe they still sell them, but whatever. People don't reach for a book. People don't know how to even research beyond the internet. So the goodness of the internet is it's a great way of collecting information. But if you're only absorbed with stats and this is going wrong and that's going wrong, I gotta collect this information and that information. Where, you know, unless you're going to use that information for something useful, like you're preparing a report, what is the point? Because it doesn't really add any value. It kind of just clutters your brain, number one. And I think we're becoming a spineless, mindless society because we just sit. And the only things that we're truly using is our fingers in the scroll mode when it comes to, say, laptop, uh, iPad, your cell phone or your fingers are mindlessly using a remote to draw you to a news outlet. And then what do you do? You sit there and you're staring at the screen and listening to what we now know is more opinion, opinion type news versus adding value and reporting what's actually going on. I don't want to live like that. Well, yeah, you know, and I think of, you know, and I just have to mention this because it it made me think of this, you know, think of uh, obviously when uh, Walter Cronkite and then of course, Barbara Walters, when, for instance, when Barbara Walters started The View, can't stand that show anymore, just saying, 
But when she started The View, it was fact-based. And now it's, it is what it is. I'm not going to give, give them the, the clutter in my mind to, you know, talk about them. But if you look at these different shows with the, um, with the knowledge that, you know, everybody is sharing their opinion, you have to pick and choose now, you know, I heard, saw um, one of the CNN guys, um, gosh, I forget his name. And, and I just kind of shook my head, click, just move, move from it. Like it, it just wasn't worth, worth my time. And I try to be um, to the extent that I can personally hand it, be objective to listening to other things because <laughs> that's when we learn. But in this particular case, I'm gonna be straight up and say, I listened to him for a few minutes and then I had just had to move on because I was like, what is he talking about? Right. And it just doesn't, and like, if you're not feeling good about it, it doesn't, it's not adding any value to you. Uh, but I think, I, like I said, most people just, they're too lazy to actually, you know what, let me do my own research. Let me find out about this particular subject matter and, and see if I can dig a little bit more. Now, obviously then you're still using the internet, but at least you are going to look for sources that hopefully you find credible and then form uh, an opinion based on what you find out instead of having someone tell you what it's about, someone pushing it in your face, whether it's a news alert or you know uh, an alert on your cell phone, like this is going on, this is happening. Um, and this week alone, there were too many interviews with those that are in um, DC, they were talking in circles, either talking in circles, not making sense or still pushing an agenda. That's not that's not leadership. Um, that's just it's just not leadership. So I think what's happening is people are just they're, they're tuned out. They're obviously pretty excited. We're down to, I think, what, 33 days, whatever yeah. it is, uh, 32 days. And they just want like, kind of the cycle over with. Um, to get some resolve and you know all we can do is at the end of the day is do our part make a difference in pieces that we actually do have control you can control when you go out to vote and you know like everyone's saying as far as what's going on in, in our the uh, bigger pieces of what's going on in the United States go out and vote, vote on election day to make sure that, you know, you're not only your voters counting, but um, different stats that I've learned say the least amount of shenanigans um, does not impact the vote on the date of election in person. It has more to do with ballots that are being received. I do know, I actually talked to quite a few people in many different states where they are allowing that and they're telling me they're receiving two, three, four ballots already. So what does that tell you? It, and you could say, ooh, it was an error, you know, but then when you look and you say, ooh, it's only happened in a certain political state, how is that? And could all these states be having issues? <laughs> so, I mean, people aren't stupid. And I think part of 
you know, the big G out there. They think that, you know, human beings are dumb and they're right to a certain extent. You're dumb if you're just sitting on the couch being infiltrated, your brain cells and your mindset being infiltrated by opinionated news. So in some regards, they are correct. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I get that. And I think, you know, as much as I say, you know, I would like to have an, a very, you know, a discussion with somebody that has opposing viewpoints, I don't ever see that happening because I've always asked. And when I have asked, I get, you know, I'm a racist, I'm this, I'm that. Well, you don't even know me. So how would you even, you know, like I could just go down a rabbit hole with that. I'll just leave yes. that. <sighs> and <laughs> like, well, tell me what, it, so what, what we want to say to you and what we want to encourage to all of our viewers and listeners is to just, you know, we, you know, take, take guard of your mind, your mindset, uh, guard it. Just like, you, you know, we guard our hearts. Hopefully we're guarding our guts with some good, healthy gut foods and nutrition, uh, guarding our bodies with, with good you know, fitness and activity and movement. But you got to guard your mind. You got to guard your mindset. That is a huge piece to the whole working mechanism that we call ourselves, our body, our being. And, you know, take, take guard of it. Uh, make sure that you are exposing your mindset to positive things that impact you in a positive way that encourage you to be better, to do better, that encourages you to take charge of your health and your wellness. But you also got to remember your mindset's part of that piece. And I think sometimes we we forget that. We forget, you know, oh, I'm doing, you know, eating good and, you know, really getting organized with my recipes, getting my fitness down, making sure I'm hydrating. But what are you doing, uh, you know, to really uh, guard your mindset? And you have to do that. Those are things that are within your control. You can control sitting on the couch uh, and being mesmerized or infiltrated through your mind from opinionated news. Um, you can also uh, take charge of your devices. You can, you know, hit alerts off and choose which outlets or not that you don't want any information from. And when you're questioning things about maybe what conversation brings up, you know, with your friends or your family, or something that you happen to see that comes over on your devices, do your own research, do your own due diligence to see, is this gonna add value? Or gee, yeah, you know what? I do wanna know more about this, but I wanna do my own research. That's how you guard your mindset and, you know, music, journaling, surrounding yourself with positive people, those will nourish your mindset. So while we want to nourish our guts, we want to nourish our bodies of fitness, we, and we want to uh, really expose our hearts to others, but we want to be also exposed to their heart, got to guard, got to guard that mindset. Absolutely. And it's okay to guard your mindset, just saying. And on that note, we hope you have an amazing Mindset Monday. You know, keep it real with yourself. Do those things that you love to do, which will help keep your mindset in alignment. And every now and then we need a fine tuning, don't we? Oh, yeah. All the time. It's like an ongoing thing. <laughs> it absolutely is because you know what? We're all work in progresses. 
On that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol, so aka Gotta Get My Monday On. And we hope that you have an awesome, awesome day. We will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. So, you know, here we're talking about our mindset. Part of that mindset means you might have to triumph over something. And we want to hear about it. We'll chat about that tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Bye, everyone.